can you do Pogga Pogga Pasquale? Because I, you do Pogga Pogga Pasquale. Pogga Pogga Pasquale. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Don't Praise the Machine. This is episode number 38, and we're asking for a lot of love and way less hate. <laughs> That's beautiful. We've been getting a lot of bullying on uh, <laughs> online. Yeah. So we're asking for that. Yeah, and I get it. You know, I spread a lot of hate too, but when you're on the receiving end, <laughs> it's quite it's quite yeah, upsetting. The- the bullying's only meant to go one way, guys, and that's from us to you. So please stop. <laughs> uh, the first thing I'm going to say before I ask you any more questions is that I've had a bit of a sinus infection, so I have mm. to apologise for my voice. But I will say that I've I've I think managed. It's quite, I think it's quite lovely. It's just it just sounds like you've had a few. You've been smoking cigars for a few years. <laughs> well, I was going to say it. Um, I've got the combo of it being really early in the morning, mm. which, as, which, as I've mentioned before, already naturally gives us a deeper voice. So I've got the combo because uh, it's eight, it's eight o'clock it, uh, here. Yeah, uh, it's also snowing outside. Just if I could give everybody, oh, uh, if I could color the picture for everybody, it's eight a.m. in Berlin and it's looking beautiful and snowy out my window. Eight a.m. Few days before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a few days before your birthday, so yeah. Eight a.m. Four days before John's birthday, he is balled up on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Smell of John. <laughs> Car seat is freezing. Big shout out to Ben Folds, massive fan of the show, Ben Folds. And FOTS, friend of the show. <laughs> former Adelaide resident, much like myself and John, Ben Folds. Mm. Um, yeah, it's my, it's my birthday on Sunday, my 39th. Oh, yeah. My last, I've got to focus up and really grab hold of the last few scraps of youth. So by all means, if anyone has suggestions for things that you can do when you're 39, but not when you're 40, they'd be useful to both of us actually, wouldn't they? So send them through. Getting heaps chuggy. Yeah. No cap. Yeah. I'm, Facts. I'm getting heaps chuggy. I went to the dentist today because I chipped a tooth, which already made me feel a bit decrepit. I was just sitting at my desk and absentmindedly chewing something and then I chipped a tooth. So I thought I'll just get it because I've got birthday celebrations on Sunday. I don't want to be gappy in front of everyone. So, uh. so I'll go to the dentist and then I got an Uber there and the the Uber driver, somehow that came up that it was, that I was turning 39. Oh, I was turning, it was my birthday on Sunday because you said, because you, you said, you said to him, "Guess when my birthday is?" <laughs> yeah, which I normally say, just um, just as an icebreaker, but it's of particular relevance now. Hi, Mister. 
Hello, Mr. Uber. It's me, John. Oh, hi, John. Um, I bet you don't know when my birthday is. <laughs> and then, and then I said, my birthday's on Sunday. And he said, "Oh, what are you? What are you turning? If you don't mind my asking." And I said, "39." And he said, "Wow, I thought you were a young man." And I thought, "Bloody, I'm a young man." But I didn't, that's a, didn't that's, say um, that. that's a compliment, surely. He was saying that you look younger. Yeah, than he you was saying are. I looked younger. And then, <clears throat> but then I got to the dentist, and it was on the top floor of a six-story building, and the elevator was fucked, so I had to climb up twelve flights of twelve little flights of stairs to get up six floors, and uh, and I, I realized about two thirds of the way through that that I was indeed aging uh, because I felt like I was going to die by the end of that. Also, you can just uh, listen back to these podcasts to the things that you complain about, and it's pretty easy to see that you're aging, John. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I've complained about things like that since I was actually young. These are not the musings of a young man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You've, you've always been a, a, an I've, old man in spirit. I was a cantankerous young man somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was saying, um, yeah, so happy birthday for Thank Sunday. You. Thanks, Everybody, man. if you want to... Send some uh, some birthday well wishes into John. Oh, you can I love always that. get us at uh, don't praise one word at aol.com or you can hit us up on don't praise the machine the podcast on Instagram. <laughs> Please. I was uh, so yeah, I was saying, John, I've got the voice, which is a combination of it being early in the morning and also mm. I've had a bit of a sinus infection. Mm-hmm. So this is how I sound. So I quite like this. I agree. I think maybe I'll try and get a sinus infection a few days. What I was thinking is I was taking a Petri dish yeah. and uh, putting a swab up my nose and then making a culture of it on the Petri dish <laughs> a little bit of, with a little bit of agar, a little, yeah. little, little bit of agar, agar, and I'll just keep that in the fridge. Yeah. And then I'll just ingest that a few days before each podcast record. Yeah, that's a great idea. So that I've got this lovely timber Richness. for uh, this, this tone. Yeah. And it's it'll foreshorten your life, but uh, the candle that burns twice as bright burns half as long. <laughs> the um the the other advantage uh, the other advantage of this of having a a bit of a deeper register uh, is that you can just go. Once there was this kid who got into an accident and couldn't come to school, but when he finally came back, his hair had turned from black into bright white. You said that it was from when the cars had smashed so hard. Who's that by? Crash Test Dummies with mm, 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 mm from 1993. Probably the... Fa- Probably the all-time favourite year of the podcast, 1993. It's 93. Yeah, that was the year we met too, mm. and it is a very Don't Praise a Machine year. What's your favourite little tale from um, 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 By the Crash Test Dummies, John? Is it about the kid whose hair turned bright white because he'd seen a car accident? Mm. Is it about the girl who wouldn't take, uh, who wouldn't change with the girls in the change rooms because uh, she had birthmarks all over her body and she was self-conscious about it? My favourite a- one is... Um- I've got it on vinyl and I've got a B-side, which is an extended version, and it just has a verse about um, a kid who comes home and watches 
Degrassi Junior High and eats cheese squares, and I found that quite relatable. <laughs> Once there was this kid who went directly home and put Degrassi Junior High on him down. He ate his cheese. He heard Joey Jeremiah on a TV. Mm-hmm. Couldn't quite explain it. That always just burn there. <laughs> So you're turning 39. Have you started to worry about aging yet? Weird, isn't it? One, we ended up being one episode behind uh, my birthday. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. I'll be 39. We'll be doing episode 39 when I'm in my first week of my 39th year. What does it all mean? Absolutely fuck all. What does it all, what does it all mean? <laughs> do you worry about aging? I do. Uh, I never really thought about being north of 40 in anything other than a very abstract way but i guess it becomes more uh more palatable when you start to see your friends being north of 40 and they still seem okay i mean i it's what what i found particularly weird is it felt like a bit of a 12 monkeys weird sort of time loop when i reached an age where i could I was at an age and I had memories, childhood memories of my parents being at that age, you know? So you go like, wow, my childhood memories of my parents are, I mean, they're now, my earliest childhood memories of my parents, they were younger than I am now, which is just, doesn't feel like you should, it's, I mean, obviously that makes total sense, but some part of me goes, wait, that can't possibly be the case. Um, But yeah, I remember like, you know, when I was when I was five, my dad would have been thirty-seven or something. And wow. um, yeah, my mum had me when she was twenty-six. So she had you when she was twenty-six, which means when by the time we met, she was well. It, it means when she was my age, that was after we met. Wow, that is fucked. That's really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does this? Wait, does this mean, are you my dad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a John Connor situation, I think, where I'm come, I've am i got to come back in order to marry Marie so that you can exist and the podcast can continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What do you got there? Are you sipping on Red Win? Sipping on ch- Chili Dog. I've got... um. Yeah, a glass of Shiraz. Because uh, it's my birthday weekend, pulling yeah. out all the stops. What are you going to do? Are you having a little uh, barbecue for your birthday? It's a bit unclear because my lovely partner, Jacinta, has organized something for me, which was meant to be a surprise. And then she set up a Facebook event. Uh, for the surprise party. Unfortunately, she invited me to the <laughs> Facebook group. I'm not quite sure, I'm not quite sure how that Classic happened. It's era. like that. Shh, everyone. It's like that thing. You opened it. Everyone. Shh. <laughs> yeah. Secret party for John. <laughs> um, I'm here. I'm here, Jacinta. 
it's kind of like that thing where you accidentally message someone who, like you message the, you, you oh, write yeah. a text which is about someone that yeah, you send it to that, that famous, person. Uh, that famous Horrible. Irish musician comedian has that song that goes, because you, <laughs> you sent a text to the person that the text was about. It's the worst. <laughs> that's right. David O'Doherty, I think. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's I've done that. Horrible. So I sent a message uh, to a housemate once apologizing for having sent him a message about him, and it turned out I hadn't uh, done that. So I just kind of own gold. (laughs) (laughs) You sent him a message that said, I'm sorry I just sent you a message saying all those horrible things about you. Yeah. Sorry, I, I normally would never use those terms. I was being ironic. And he was like, what terms? Another, uh, <laughs> nothing. Are we allowed to? Is it interesting to say that you bought a house? Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's weird. Yeah, it's very weird for me. You're the first one of us that's that's grown up. It's true. Who knew that I would be the winner of most boring after <laughs> all of my efforts to be least boring. <laughs> For anyone that can't see me, I'm uh, I'm wearing a white shirt, like a white button-up shirt with the sleeves ripped off and all graffiti on it, and I have a green mohawk, <laughs> and I'm using a ton of fidget spinners, and I'm saying no cap and facts yeah. and, ch- and chuggy, <laughs> just in case. I co-hosted a um, storytelling evening at a pub the other night, and this we had this young guy come up who was like an unscheduled addition to the to the lineup. And he was like probably in his early 20s and he was a really sweet guy and he told a nice story. But it was to, it was laced with all of those terms and I was like... Oh, really? And I was and I had the opportunity to explain to someone what the word simping meant because we ah. discussed it on this show. And I didn't know that you, really? I didn't know that you were involved in some sort of pub storytelling night. Well, I'm normally not, but my, my friend hosts it with a friend of hers and... Uh, Sounds really cool. That friend couldn't make it, and so she said, "Can you?" Well, I in fact, I I said, because they were going to cancel. I said, "Well, why don't I just do it with you?" It was good, although it was the first time I'd done any public speaking in t- in two years. And except except for this, I mean, this isn't really public yeah. Except for this, but, people, it, but you know, know, we've this, got this a, has like hosty. You, I would like to think that there would be some. This has given you a little bit of confidence, surely. I think it has. I think it's given me a bit of an ability to. Yeah, kind of keep the like keep the well. I've sort of I've sort of undermined my own statement. I was going to say like be a bit more fluid and keep the conversation going, but um, <clears throat> but something about just kind of getting up in front of a bunch of people physically and live, I was fine. But the first kind of fifteen seconds, I just had like this sudden wave of like shit, and then I settled down. Um, you went, hi, everybody, and welcome to episode No, I mean, this, the storytelling <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, machine. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Al, are you there? Can we? Can you please edit this out? <laughs> please, Al, please edit this out.
And so you you did a little you had a home purchase. So now you've got a place to live as as long as you pay the bank off over the next 7,000 years. <laughs> exactly. Or I have to sell the house, but one of those will one of those will eventually happen and uh We've got a nice house in Brunswick. Yeah, congratulations. Everybody, send John birthday congratulations and home ownership congratulations. Yeah, please. Um, send him congratulations on the deed. Yeah, please um, please do that. And feel free to to send uh, monetary contributions because I'm a little concerned about the mortgage. We'll, send, uh, we'll set up a PayPal that's just... <laughs> just... Um, no, no pretense. Just John's the the PayPal is John's mortgage at <laughs> outlook.com. Yeah. No merch. Like if you come to Melbourne, you can see the house. That's here. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I offer. And have you had? Um, did you when you bought it? Did you were you like? Oh, this is gonna be the man cave. We're gonna have a bar in here. We're gonna have giant yeah. flat screen TV. We're gonna have PlayStation Nine, FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Put a big sign on the door. No girls allowed. <laughs> no. Just homers. so you know, just so you know, Jacinta, no girls allowed in this room. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever you want in that room, but this is a no girls allowed zone. <laughs> God, just, just photos of just like Sports Illustrated posters yeah. on the walls, a pool table. <laughs> Air hockey table. Just like 90s, 90s models. Yeah. Claudia Schiffer goes here. Cindy Crawford goes here. I just want a, basically a recreation of the Foot Clan's cool underground <laughs> bunker. <clears throat> so when you come over, I can say regular or menthol. And then you, then you just, you we just, just watch a half, people skateboarding and a half pipe. That would be fantastic. You just recreate the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Foot Clan <laughs> bunker with a sort of wooden skate ramp and, 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 and video arcade machines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, Actually, can be, that. you can be dressed as, you can dress as Shredder <laughs> and have everybody else dress as Foot Clan members. And you can just you're just sitting in a big in a big in an armchair dressed as shredded drinking beer <laughs> and everybody else has to put a little f- if you come in here you have to put a foot clan uniform on. Wear the foot clan. When we bought the house we actually weren't able to be at the auction because we were in um we were on a trip to uh, the beautiful high country. I don't know if you've ever been to the Victorian, so-called Victorian Alps. It's a lovely place. Uh, I don't think so, no. And that was nice too. That's it's beautiful up there. And I um, and I actually did some holiday reading, and I read Will Smith's biography, Will. <laughs> um, and uh, one of the things that I thought I could do is. Share with our listeners some extracts from uh, the the autobiography of Will Smith because I was quite Please. fascinated by it, and he's obviously a giant of '90s pop culture, uh, which is one of the subjects that we tend to return to on the show. So, how about if I were to read some extracts from that? Yeah, please. So, Will Smith um, needs no introduction. I think he describes himself as hands down 
the most famous man in the world, and uh, he certainly is famous. Uh, I don't know about the most famous, but um, he wrote uh, an autobiography, which is called Will, which is a clever play on words because, of course, Will is his name, but also can mean mm-hmm. uh, can mean force of uh, exertion or willpower. And it's um, I didn't know much about his life. Obviously, I'd watched a bit of Fresh Prince. I'd watched I Am Legend. I'd watched Wild Wild West. I'd watched what else has he been in? Pursuit of Happiness, etc. Uh, but it it's quite revealing in some ways. Takes you a bit behind the public facade. <clears throat> so if you'll allow me, I'll read some extracts. This is this first one is from chapter four. It's about um, his his years working on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And he says, the truth is the Carlton dance, in inverted commas, is a misnomer. Ribeiro, who's the actor Alfonso Ribeiro, who plays Carlton Banks. Yes. Ribeiro got the idea from me when we were horsing around backstage. I'm a great dancer, as great as anyone, and maybe even better at dancing than I am at acting, rapping, and polyamory. But I didn't make a big deal about it because at the time because I knew it was good for Alfonso's character and good for the show. <laughs> but it's been tough. One time I met Tom Jones at a party and he said, he said, oh, yes, I've seen the clip of that posh bugger dancing, funny stuff, and it stung a bit because I knew that it should be called the will dance and I should be the one who does it, and Alfonso knows that, and I know that, and now I guess everyone knows it. That's interesting, little tidbit into the <laughs> context of the Carlton dance there. And this one is a bit further along, chapter seven, he's talking, talks about, he kind of segues from film into music. The song Getting Jiggy With It was a lot of fun to make. I listened to it recently, and i got to say it held up well. It's held up well. I guess there's two reasons for that. Firstly, it's universal. It's about the kind of stuff that everyone can relate to regardless of colour or creed and the kind of stuff we will still be co- talking about as human beings 100 years from now. Secondly, it's got layers. For example, I chose the name Jiggy because the song is about dancing and Jiggy made me think of jigs. But the song itself is not a jig. It's really uh, more of an R&B slash rap song also, when I wrote the girl on the dance, wrote about the girl on the dance floor wearing quote DKNY all up in my eye, and having a quote Prada bag with a lot of stuff in it, that was because I really liked those brands, and it was also because we, that is me and my agent Richard Lovett, reached out to those <laughs> brands and they agreed to pay some money to me and to Columbia Records if we talked about them on the song. When I wrote Cigar Cigar right from Cuba Cuba, I just bite it for the look, I don't light it. That was because Richard suggested that it would be a bad idea for me to promote smoking. The line about having floor seats to the basketball is true, and so is the line about Muhammad Ali telling me that I was the greatest, and a lot of people didn't know those things about me, and I felt it was important to put them out for my many fans. <laughs> so, yeah, what a guy. And what a book. I give it four bags of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
we um we do intend to get the entire Smith family on the podcast at some mm. point. Um, it's a, yeah. it's a, it is a, it is a common thread between me and John is every member of the Smith family. Uh, and I've often said, I've often, I've often said, uh, like I often use the expression, I'd rather be trapped at dinner with the Smith family when I'm trying <laughs> to describe something that I would very much like to avoid. Yeah. Yeah. His kids are probably the be- some of the best examples of like the negative consequences of firstly growing up with immense privilege, but also growing up with uh, too much kind of unconditional encouragement because they've, they've just yeah. seemed to have formed the view that every, every brain fart they have is a work of genius. <laughs> and, uh, and they seem to be completely free of self doubt. And I can see how that would be, that would be nice, but it's a bit of a ticking time bomb and it leads to them having a lot of, Fairly crap ideas, um, <laughs> and I and I like his whole. He he had the whole kind of expose thing where him and Jada Pinkett Smith sat down and had a kind of heart to heart about the, their polyamory and the various people that they had seen. And I don't understand why they filmed that and sent it to everyone. <laughs> I think it speaks to uh, the fact that. They believe that they are everything that happens in their life is very important, and they need a yeah. constant flood of attention <laughs> yeah. for yep. anything that occurs. Oh, this happened in my life. I better get some attention and money for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What are their? Who is? Who are their children again? There's uh, Jaden and Willow. Jaden and Willow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Who I two of my faves. I just fucking love. Just I, every sometimes when I'm feeling a bit down, I'll just Google like w- Willow Smith interview and <laughs> just the language that she uses to talk about herself is just yeah. a work of art. It's like, great. Like she just says absolutely nothing with all mm. of these flowery words and uses mm. all this like bullshit speak like i always i th- i always remember se- i sent you one where somebody had asked her some question and her 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 response was like no that's not aligned with my purpose and i just <laughs> use that expression all the time now whenever and if somebody says to me like alex can would you like a glass of water i'll say i'm yeah. oh, good thanks that's not aligned with my purpose uh yeah and there was that whole thing i think it was like Jaden or Willow's birthday and it was a kind of six hour extravaganza of the Smith family just having these kind of conversations around the dinner table that were just so cringy. It was like it was just like if you put a if you put a bunch of buzzwords into a bowl like <laughs> journey and gratitude <laughs> But if I did, I would summon them together. I think you're right. This sinusitis is really paying off. I want to say it's going to, now I can do my my special, uh, the broken king composing hallelujah. Uh, that, maybe we should tell that story of the Jar Jar Juji story. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, go on. Which is that um, because Hallelujah is such a beautiful and iconic piece of music, I just love sending people messages where I just turn, I sing the song normally, but then just turn the chorus bit kind of into baby talk. So I often, I was sing John a really earnest version of it where. And from your lips you drew a jar jar juji, jar jar ju. Just changing the lyrics, hallelujah to jar jar juji, 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 It's cold and it's a broken jar jar juji. Thanks everyone for joining us on this week's episode of Don't Don't Don't, Don't Praise the Machine. My, my name is John Maloney and I've appeared with my pod brother this has been episode 38. We're edging towards four decades. Four decades. Of Don't Praise the Machine episodes. And we hope you'll stay with us for that milestone and the many more to come. We'll see you next time in the podcast. <laughs>